hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hon. Welcome to this episode of From Huns to Humans, brought to you by ThriveMind. Whether you're at a crossroads with your career, wanting to scale your side hustle, or want to start a new business, there are places down the road to change where you might feel stuck and need the experienced help of someone who has been there. Enter ThriveMind. ThriveMind is both a boutique marketing company for your small business, and most importantly, a coach and advocate to help you get your small business off the ground effectively and sustainably. Allie Heatherly, former Avon Hun and anti-MLM advocate, is the principal of ThriveMind and has 10 years of experience in business operations and can give you the tools to reach your goals. Visit thrivemindllc.com today to schedule your free no-commitment call to help jumpstart your side hustle business or career change today. That's thrivemindllc.com to make the big change today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of From Hunts to Humans. I'm really excited today um, to talk to Liana. She is in the yoga world, and she was also in an MLM that I have never heard of before. So I'm excited for us to learn about this different MLM that um, isn't really on a lot of people's radar. And also we're going to talk about how MLMs are very prominent in like the wellness community and yoga is the wellness community. So we're going to be talking about that today. All right, Liana, do you want to just jump into your story? Sure. Um, So yeah, like you said, I'm I'm in the yoga world. Um, I've been a yoga teacher for 20 years. started like right out of high school and I work uh, as a body worker here in Minneapolis. So I, about two years ago, like so right around the beginning of the pandemic, maybe it was, I was introduced to it longer ago, maybe like three and a half years ago, I was introduced to a company called Perium, um, which is a kind of like organics, like they sell like powdered green juices and supplements and herbs and all that kind of stuff um, through another body worker and yoga teacher here in town. And I was very skeptical at first. I'd seen other multi-level marketing things. Like I'd been approached for like beach body and all of that. And I was like, uh, no, no, nobody ever makes money off of that. Um, but I was watching. And I was watching this woman, she was making real money. 
and like I was, and I actually at one point was her personal assistant and I was seeing her bank account and her checks come in and she was making legitimate real money. Um, so about, um, 18 months after that, uh, there was an opportunity to apply for what Curium calls their million mom movement scholarship. And they would give me six months worth of products for free. Um, and as well as like the quote unquote business platform. So I applied and I was awarded um, Million Moms Scholarship uh, at the end of March of 2020. So right at the height of the pandemic. And that was really exciting because I had closed my studio. I was not working anymore. I was not doing any corporate wellness anymore, um, which was really like my high paying gigs was my corporate wellness contracts. Um, couldn't do body work. And at the time here in Minnesota, um, because I was a 1099 contractor and I owned my own business, I was not eligible for unemployment. So it was super exciting to be getting like six months worth of products. Like I think you could get up to $400 worth of products a month of your choosing for free for six months, wow. as well as the business platform. Wow, that's a lot. I've never heard of a company doing that. Yeah, that was um, kind of one of the reasons I was drawn to it. And I was like, this is different. The company seems different. And I, when I looked into them a little bit further, they were a lot different than other multi-level marketing companies I'd seen. They were, um, they didn't have a single lawsuit filed against them at that time. And I, I did a Google search maybe like a week ago and didn't find anything current as well. Not a single lawsuit, nothing shady about them financially, anything like that. Um, I noticed they were also giving like a higher commission than most other multi-level marketing companies that I was seeing. It was upwards of 25%. Um, and I'd worked in sales at one point in my life too. So I was very good at selling. Um, and I knew that a 25% commission is just kind of unheard of in the sales world. Um, and the products were good. They were really clean. They had a great mission statement behind it. Like their goals as a company were really authentic and um, intentional about what they wanted to do and how they wanted to support smaller local communities. They were doing things like they needed to move their warehouse in California and they were being shown like these huge properties in really fancy areas of Orange County and ultimately put their most current warehouse in Compton in order to provide jobs for that area. Wow. That that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like it's just not happening anyplace else in the multi-level marketing communities. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. It sounds kind of like, you know, when you hear, um, you hear, I've heard stories of people being like, okay, like I'm going to do this differently. I'm not going to run it like a pyramid scheme or like, you know, like you like, oh, okay. Like that's when you start to realize that network marketing is like pyramid scheming, but you're trying to do better. <laughs> it sounds like they're trying to do the same thing. They're like, okay, 
we're going to be one of the good multi-level marketing companies that isn't bad. <laughs> and they're like trying to do all of these things to like prove that they're better. Um, and it still comes down to the business model, but I mean, I appreciate the effort. I do. <laughs> totally. totally. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, was awarded that scholarship and I started um, selling and I was quite frankly good, pretty good at it. Um, my first month, you know, doing it very much as a side hustle um, because I wanted to maintain my unemployment. And here in Minnesota, we got um, over $900 a week with the stimulus. Um, I made over $1,500 in my first month. Again, kind of unheard of. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, a lot. Yeah, so I was like, well, this is great. And I wasn't at the time, like, I, the recruiting part was what really bothered me and it always had. And they were like, you don't have to recruit. If you want, you can just have kind of like referral codes and you'll give people your referral code and then you'll get the commission off of that. And so I was just kind of like running it that way because that felt more comfortable. That felt more authentic. It felt like something I could integrate into business a little bit better. Um, but as we all know, at some point, the shoe drops and they are pushing, pushing, pushing for you to do the recruitment piece. Um, and I still felt very, very uncomfortable about that. Um, yeah, so. I yeah. imagine, I'm sorry, I imagine that like it, they built your belief in the company really strongly with that scholarship. Like, how could a company that does something so generous to be doing anything wrong? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why, like, why would you have any reason to question the company if they did that, which was so generous? Absolutely. And it was the generosity and some of their other missions, you know, providing cleaner, better foods for people, which um, my undergraduate degree is in nutrition and dietetics. And I can say from doing, you know, that programming um, and that research in my early 20s, like our food systems are pretty screwed up. I don't disagree with that at all. And that's a statement that I've stood by for a long time. However, I felt like their attempts to help correct some of the um, missteps in the food systems in America were a little naive. <laughs> and like, like people were like, other consultants or, you know, coaches or whatever they were called, um, were saying, or brand partners, they're like, everyone should just eat all organic all the time and everything will be solved. And I was like, well, that's pretty ableist and like not realistic. And like, here's why. Um, and that's when I started to become a little bit of a pariah. <laughs> um, so again, like the, it was the recruitment piece. And then again, like the culture, right? So I think a lot of times, and like I've been following you for a little while now, um, as well as uh, Nicole on um, on Instagram. Um, the other thing that was different was they weren't talking about like God and Jesus and church and all of these pieces because that was not something that I was interested in. They were talking more about like manifestation and you know mindset and all these different things, things that resonated with me a little bit more, which was another reason I was drawn in. Um, so yeah, it was around maybe like four months in, I started to notice like that push to recruit, which I didn't want to do from 
day number one, um, as well as, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and some of the narratives in the community were really scary to me. Um, as you can imagine, I'm sure people have been seeing the wellness community kind of get, I mean, there's some, there's some really weird, scary stuff out there from like, I mean, I had people telling me like the reason that the government developed COVID was so that they could take away all of our cash and we can no longer like be a cash-based society or, um, you know, some like kind of QAnon-y stuff. There was a lot of conversation and some of these, you know, Zoom motivational meetings where people were like, all four of my kids are vaccine injured. I was like, well, that's just not statistically accurate at all. And kind of pushing those narratives is where I started to get even more uncomfortable. That's um, so interesting. I have not heard the um, trying to take away the money. I have not heard that yet. <laughs> um, that but was... I can understand where it came from because we have the coin shortage right now. Yeah. And a lot of places weren't taking cash at the time at the very beginning, because we thought there was a lot of transfer just through touch. And that's why we're doing hand sanitizer. Um, and yeah, someone was like, they're trying to take away our cash. So people like us who are independently contracted, and we sometimes collect cash tips and payment, we're going to have to not be able to do that anymore. And it's going to affect our taxes. And I was like, I just, that feels like a, a lot of planning. <laughs> like if they wanted to do that, they could find an easier way. Right. Um, so yeah, and a lot of COVID is a hoax type stuff. And then as, you know, COVID became more and more of a reality and people were getting sick and like the numbers were there, they were like, well, the recovery time is not, or like the recovery rate is really great. Um, and if you get COVID, all you have to do is eat organic fruits and vegetables and that's it. And everything will be better all the time. <laughs> and it's just yeah eat fruits and vegetables like of course you're gonna feel better eating fruits and vegetables if you eat enough of them but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't also be taking precautions or seeking treatment for genetic diseases or cancer or anything like that um yeah so to bring it back to like me more personally, like I was involved, like the person that brought me into Purium is now like one of the very, very high up on the pyramid people. Um, and I was her personal assistant. And so I was like really deep behind the scenes with her and seeing what was going on. And this whole, she was like, I have financial freedom and like showing videos of her living in Mexico all winter long with her two kids and all of this it just wasn't realistic like she was like I'm only working like four hours a day I was like you're working 24 7 honey <laughs> and making like maybe the same amount that I do working four hours as a body worker that's um, insane like the income claims the income claims the income claims are just mm -hmm. a lot it was the income claims and then her own personal story behind it. Um, she was claiming that she had been diagnosed with lupus and Hashimoto's um, and unexplained infertility, which those are really scary things to get diagnosed with in your 20s. 
I'm not denying that at all. Um, and that she had completely cured, cured herself using um, regenerative detoxification, which is, if, you're, if, if you know what like medical medium is, that's the more popular. It's basically like all you do is eat fruits and vegetables and there's a lot of food combining things going on. And if you do that, your body will just naturally correct and all of your genetic illnesses will disappear. That sounds <laughs> not real. <laughs> like obviously there is benefits to eating like a more natural diet of unprocessed foods like that that that's true but like if you have a genetic disorder like you can't just wish it away yeah so you can't it's not going to disappear with just fruits and vegetables and herbs um and so as I started to kind of detach from all of this, especially as the vaccine debate got more and more heated, and I remember sitting at the beach with this woman and a couple other people, and she was saying like straight up vaccines don't work. And I was like, well, there's an awful lot of like no polio going around. So I'm going to say that vaccines do work. Um, and she continued to you know push her story. I was like, you know, she has never shown like lab values or anything like that and I, I I think there's a lot of value in numbers and if I changed my lab numbers you know or like whatever it is that they're looking at like for these genetic diseases I would post that shit all over the internet hell yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like, all over the internet and I would be talking to like people that I know with research labs and other um you know uh what are we talking like, you know access to that kind of you know grants and things like that I'd be like listen I did this maybe someone else could right the whole point of science is like we love repeated results right like we want to see it across a huge spectrum of people, places, whatever it is. And we wanna see repeated research to really edify and solidify what we're talking about. And I wasn't seeing any of that with these people claiming that regenerative detoxification was legit. And if you are running, and this person has since opened what she calls the Institute of Regenerative Detoxification and is teaching people how to quote unquote cure other people of, you know, suffering and lifetime illness and genetic diseases. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Honestly, I'm, I can't, I can't with these people. That's so harmful. It's, it's really harmful and it's setting people up for really high risk. And when, I mean, and I had seen like, maybe it does work. We don't know. Like, I, I can't say for certain that this kind of stuff doesn't work, but 
what if it's so magical and we're elevating nutrition to this level of magic then if i would be trying to get people to research it i would be applying for grants i would be putting together you know groups of people with similar illnesses across the diverse spectrum and collecting results i mean do a case study at the very least <laughs> right exactly like if you have something that's working then why aren't we like validifying it with yeah actual research yeah um and so to tie it back like she was using that kind of narrative to push these sales and nothing gets people to buy faster than if they are in pain and suffering right so people were going to her with chronic diseases cancer all these different things and she's selling them a $400 you know 30 day kit to help them detoxify themselves and profiting off of that and that started to get even scarier to me because I was like, no, yes, eat more fruits and vegetables. Again, like I was always kind of like, well, you just don't believe in this and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, I do think you should eat more fruits and vegetables. That's definitely a problem in America. Um, I do think that pesticides in soils are a problem in America. Um, but we're looking at a much more complex spider web of things than you're actually willing to look at and talk about. Um, and if I would point that out, you know, I was kind of shamed for it. Of course, you're obviously the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and just, again, so like I'm behind the scenes and I'm watching all of this happen and I'm seeing like, you know, the lack of, you know, concrete results, the lack of transparency, the kind of preying on people's fears and anxieties and suffering. And then I was also seeing like, you know, everyone has like their Instagram life, right? And you're showing like how bright and beautiful everything is. And sometimes like sharing like these really vulnerable moments and that was happening. Um, but I would be in this person's house and like some of the things that like the way they would talk to their husband sometimes and the way they would even talk to their kids was just like, it was very triggering for me. And I realized much later on that the way that she was speaking or she would even like send a, like a client a text and saying like, okay, well, you know, giving them some kind of like face. And then she would turn, put the phone down and be like, people are just fucking idiots. And I was like, holy cow. And like, it was kind of abusive. Um, and I had been married to a narcissist. So I was getting better and better at reading red flags. And looking back on it now, I realized like there was a lot of narcissistic personality disorder happening at the same time. So people were going to this woman asking for help and like they would text her with questions and she would call them stupid. Is not it to that, their face. 
isn't that literally her business is helping people like that's the model right is that they Mm -hmm. ask her for help and then she oh my gosh not yeah not to their face but still like to think of the people that are trusting you and funding your life as stupid is I mean obviously like there there are exceptions but (laughs) but you know like that's just not okay that's just not okay yeah so um I would say I lasted maybe about 10 months overall I mean I was making money right it's hard to say no to that especially when like your business has been closed and like I'm still like slowly reopening things I've been very very cautious about the clients that I bring into my office and all of that um so but it was definitely like, I would start, like you would go to those like Zoom meetings and they would like ramp people up and be like, yeah, you know, the, the mindset and we have to welcome this, you know, opportunity in and, you know, you have to think of Purium like a queen that you're bringing into your life and roll out the red carpet for her. It was, you know, again, not uh, Christian or like religiously focused at all, but it was very much that like alternative uh, wellness mindset where we're talking about manifestation and mindset and coaching and all of that. And, uh, and, and I'm sorry, did I catch you? I think I caught you refer to the company as a her, like a higher power type. Uh, of. Yeah. That, yeah. It was that, that like, interesting. yeah, I saw that happen too. And I was like, interesting and in fact their highest level or whatever you know everything's got weird names is um is crown right it's like you become all these different jewels to decorate the crown right wow (laughs) wow that's so interesting yeah and again like I thought that and I still think that the products are good they're, I would say price-wise, like comparable to something I would buy at a Whole Foods or another natural foods market, um, maybe a little bit more expensive. I loved that they were sh- setting up shop in these areas that needed some economic stimulus. Um, and they'd been doing that since the 90s. So like they have longevity as well. Um, I love like they have this beautiful mission of like how can we put fewer chemicals and eventually no chemicals into the soil and what does that look like as far as food accessibility um but it really came to like that multi-level marketing team culture was still very prevalent and if you're not being successful it's because you don't have the right mindset and you don't believe in yourself enough (laughs) and you know it's kind of like that boyfriend that breaks up with you and he says the reason he's breaking up with you is because you don't love yourself enough yeah you know it's it was kind of like that and I was like and I was very bought in at the time I was in a desperate place I had been in a narcissistic relationship before and so it was like easy and comfortable in that Mm -hmm. regard um but it was so like like the glass shattered pretty quickly when pandemic stuff got real yeah um So the other thing that I'm thinking about too is like the overall, um, 
alternative spirituality community, the language that is used by that group of people is very applicable to almost any spiritual beliefs. Like it's so easy to take that language and it fit it into your Christian lifestyle. Like it's very easy to adopt it because it's so broad and it's so encompassing. So that's scary too, because not only you're like really catching everyone now with the faith manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, very much uh, a manipulative narcissistic relationship essentially. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, like I was fortunate enough, like I got out of it relatively quickly and I didn't really lose any money whatsoever. I don't think that my experience in that regard is common um but and even like like I had tons like I had so much product so much product that I was given for free I just turned around and resold it (laughs) I was like it's on my office shelves like yeah you can have that and I was discounting it and just like you're making a profit automatically (laughs) if you're selling stuff that you got for free which maybe in hindsight wasn't like super moral but you know, I was like, well, I have it and people want it. And it is fairly expensive if you're looking, you know, in the, if you're not working during the middle of a pandemic. Um, yeah. So it was really towards, it, I mean, it was like multifaceted why I decided to leave ultimately. And it was, um, it was interesting too, to watch kind of like on Facebook, like if people were posting things and I would comment like, Hey, let's like, look at this from a more objective and logical place. Like the the next thing that happened, of course, is like people were talking about um, vaccine passports and um, testing and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, like kind of aligning themselves with the Jews during the Nazi occupations. And I was like, this is bananas. (laughs) This is just beyond inappropriate. This is so harmful. This is so, you know, just, it was really disgusting. Like, no, you're not a Jew during the Nazi occupation being forced into a concentration camp because the restaurant down the street says you have to be vaccinated or wear a mask to come in. That is very, very different. Um, And if I would point those things out, people would block and unfriend me. Oh my gosh. I mm-hmm. mean, like, it's just so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. And so there was a point where I felt like I was losing community. Um, but at the same time, there were a number of people in the local community who are also working with Perium and with this woman. Um, who were saying that they were like, wait a minute, let's have a conversation about that. Like some of the things that you're saying are not lining up with current information, with past information. Um, The way that you're talking to people feels really um, uncomfortable. And so that there was kind of a group of us that shifted and just, you know, ended ties overall. Uh, so I kept 
you know, kind of those people in my life. And I do know like some of them are still, you know, buying the product and occasionally selling it or doing something like that. Um, and I really, like my hope is that eventually they do decide to like walk away completely and finish up whatever product they have left or sell it um, and kind of make peace with ending that relationship with this person because it is hard to end a relationship with a person who is very powerful and prominent in the community especially yeah. in the wellness community because it becomes like some of us get elevated to these statuses of almost like rock stars in the wellness community especially locally so like and some people it it goes to their head and others of us are just like really confused as how we got here <laughs> like, right I've had people come up to me and say things to me and I was like really me I all I'm doing is giving you a Thai massage <laughs> like, yeah um and so that that's been hard but I feel like there was space for us to forge our own path and to like get away from that culture that multi-level marketing culture and still be able to retain some of the ideology of like mindset and manifestation and meditation and all of those things, but use it in a way that was really powerful and accessible for people and not shaming people for wanting to eat a donut when they could just go eat dates, which was something I was told at one point. Oh, oh, that's so sad. (laughs) There is never a time in my life where I've been like, you know, I really want this donut, but I'm going to go eat dates instead. Right. Like that, like that was a whole other aspect of this community. It was like, it was forcing some pretty scary diet culture stuff where like you only eat organic fruits and vegetables. There was nothing else. And if you eat like even certain beans were off limits and eating in certain ways. And I was just like, I mean, it wrecked my metabolism for a solid 18 months and I'm just getting back to feeling comfortable again, um, in my body. Um, and like that, like, yeah, I literally, like I was on a phone call with two other people and one woman was saying, she's like, yeah, like, I really want to be eating better and all of these things. Um, she's like, but at the same time, I really love donuts. I was like, me too. Like, I fucking love donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and this woman who's like the more prominent person in the community, she's like, just go eat dates. I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, they're just as sweet. I was like, nope that date does not come with a delicious vanilla custard cream filling. No, no I'm not interested not. in the Meister selling. It does not. It does not have frosting on it. There, there no, nope. it's not. There's no sprinkles. There, there. I mean, I can dip it in peanut butter, but that's just not the same. That's a whole different treat. Right. Um, so yeah, that was like a whole other piece of it. And, you know, it's, it's like claiming like, oh, we're not about weight loss. We're not about weight loss. But then they had like a whole like show your before and after pictures type stuff. Right. And, you know, I didn't, that was really odd to me. Yeah. Um, And some of the, it was that, and there was also, I went through some uh, manipulation too, where it's like, I uh, am a dancer and I was, I teach an all women's twerk cardio class called the boss chick dance workout. Oh my gosh, that sounds so fun. I'm actually a total sidetrack, but I'm uh, doing like this adult hip hop class 
uh, yes. tomorrow and I'm so excited for it. I haven't danced in so long. Um, so that is so exciting. Please tell me you teach these classes online. <laughs> I mean, I, I took a break from them for some reasons in my personal life um, and it's been asked to come back. So that will be coming back hopefully in the next couple of months. Um, but I would like, I was teaching online and sometimes I would do like live, like twerk 101 type mm -hmm. stuff on Instagram or on Facebook. And, you know, unfortunately the patriarchy has deep roots and I would get some really weird messages. And I was talking about it uh, with a, in a group and this woman was there and she was, and I was like, yeah, I think some people just contact me saying that they wanna, you know, purchase product from me but really it's like, they want to try to date me. She's like, well, if you weren't shaking your ass all over the internet, I was like, okay, <laughs> like yeah. maybe let's make it about like, we shouldn't be objectifying what I'm doing. And right. uh, like these people should know how to behave better. Right. Than me shaking my ass on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So those things started to kind of like really hit home and like it was the comments about my me like doing things in my personal life it was the comments on like we're not diet culture but we are diet culture don't eat that donut go eat dates combined with like the kind of face manipulation that was going on and the um you know the behind the scenes kind of abuse stuff that i think some people put it on their significant others, I think in, in multi-level marketing and some people put it on their team and happen to be both in this situation. Um, you know, just like all these different aspects that were going on where I was like, you know what? I am 40 years old. <laughs> I do not need to be dealing with this anymore um, that I decided to walk away. Um, yeah. I'm That's so kind glad. of my, my story and experience with Purium. Um, yeah, that's, that's so interesting. I'm like so glad that you came on to share that story because like I said, I have never heard of that company before. It definitely sounds very, um, it sounds like they're trying to follow the rules the mm -hmm. best they can, even though they are still focused on recruiting. Um, which is the problem. Um, but wow. So I want to shift a little bit because what part of when we talked offline, I wanted to talk about was um, how we're seeing MLM products at different different professionals' places of work and how can we help people to recognize that that's an MLM product? Um, and how do we keep working with professionals in the community that are shilling MLM stuff? Um, and when is it the right time? Like, are we able to keep that relationship if they're doing good other work versus do we need to cut ties completely? Do you get what I'm saying? Um, so what kind of brought me to he here is that when I um, was in Plexus, I went and got massages from another Plexus ambassador. And she had these like shelves full of the supplements in the background. Um, and 
I mean, like, it wasn't a big deal to me then because I was also selling plexus. But I remember thinking, I was like, huh, like, I wonder what people think of that. Um, and now um, it's just so interesting because when you're walking in to get a massage or to take a yoga class or whatever, you're going in and you're trusting that professional with your body. Um, so the products that you're recommending have power behind them. Yeah, that's really an interesting um, question and like thought process. And it's something that I've thought quite a lot about, um, you know, and one thing that I tell people is like, when you go to that person for body work or yoga or something like that, like, do you leave with only the things that you asked for, right? Or during your session, are they trying to push a product on you, right? Like I sell products in my office. Um, I sell, I'm, uh, you know, I have herbs, I have bath salts, I have all these things because I work primarily with low back pain. You know, that's my emphasis as a, a bodywear practitioner. Um, and so, yeah, I do like, not going to lie, it helps my income to sell products. Right, right. Um, but I don't like, I try not to talk about products unless I think someone is really, really struggling and really, really in pain. Um, and then after that, like if, if your provider recommends a product, go home and look it up. Or after they leave the room so you can get dressed again, Google search it. You know, even just Google search, like, is Purium a multi-level marketing program or network pro network marketing um, and see what happens? Because if it is, you're putting yourself at a different level of risk. And then you also have to decide, like, does that ideology align with who you are and how you want to show up in the community? Right. Right. Like, one of the reasons that I didn't want to align or with this company anymore is because of how this higher up person was showing up in the community and it did not align with the things that were important and valuable to me, right? She was very adamantly anti-vaccine. She was very adamantly like kind of anti-science. Um, and so those were things that were really important to me and I didn't want to be aligned with them. So if you don't want to align with that, then one, don't buy the product, and two, decide if that's a person that you really want to be getting work from, because you know that at some point they're going to continually push this on you. Right, and I think that there is a different level of pushiness that I see associated with multi-level marketing products versus selling other products. Like, if somebody didn't want to buy your bath salts, I don't think that you would be offended by it, but usually when people don't want to buy multi-level marketing products, they become offended because you're taught to be a product of the product. So if you don't want to buy the products, then why do you want to interact with me as a person? Yeah. People end up taking it really, really personally. And, you know, at the end of the day, I want people to walk out of my office feeling better and, you know, improving their lives overall. I hope that what I offer just as myself, not with a product has some value to it. Right? right. And if your practitioner doesn't feel like what they're offering of themselves alone is good enough, 
then that's their own internal work. And they're going to continue to push this product on you because they have some kind of narrative on them in, or in them that says they're not enough without this. I would also, I mean, I think that also when people who are selling products, obviously like you're selling products partially to make an income, partially to help people. Like that's the point. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that also when people are recommending products to people that I'm trying to figure out how to say this, like you can't only buy bath salts from you. You know what I mean? Like there are other places to buy them and there are probably like, there are probably cheaper places to buy them. And like, you know what I mean? Like people could be like, okay, like I want to buy them from you. I support everything you do. Like I have the finances to do that versus going to Walmart and buying maybe a lower quality product for cheaper. Um, In multi-level marketing, these products are usually just slightly niche enough that you can't Mm -hmm. buy them anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and that's where another problem comes in because it helps to me- that it helps multi-level marketers to sell products more because you can't find them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and I I think even that is starting to change a little bit. Um, you know, like one of the things that Purium was really known for was that I at the time two years ago, couldn't find any place else where these um, pressed amino acid tablets, right? So I'm not going to get deep into the chemistry behind it. I think it's really interesting, but basically it's just like single amino acids all pressed into a tablet. You couldn't find that any place else two years ago. Now you can go into Whole Foods and find a powder amino acid product for half the price. So that's shifting a little bit. and, and I do, I will say like, as a practitioner, I do try to find niche products. Um, but the other thing that I look at is like, I want someone to refer me to them. Um, the two big products that I carry in my office right now are both, rec- were both referred to me through people who are currently using them. And one of them was a product, a company based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And my friend who was using that, her brother is best friends with the owner. Right. Right. So, so you're trying kind of to support businesses that mean something to you, which is yeah. totally different than supporting Beachbody because you're friends with Carl Deichler. Like he doesn't need your money. <laughs> no, Carl Deichler doesn't need my money. <laughs> um, <laughs> neither does Dave Sandoval at this point, the, the, one of the founders of Purium. Um, and then the other product that I carry is the, is a CBD product. And again, like I had a client come in, she told me about him. She said, one of my best friends from college owns it and has become, she's like become this really expert in this field and her products, again, like they are different than anything that I had seen in the store. And part of it has to do with like her chemistry background and how she's distilling products and she was just on a podcast talking about like the chemistry behind it and why she's combining certain things. So those, I think, I feel like those speak for themselves. And if someone wants to use them to help with their pain, great. Mm-hmm. If yeah. If they don't, 
I feel like those are two really good examples of like, cause I was talking about the niche products and like, I liked that you were able to bring up that you have niche products too, because that is the way that those products are made and the companies that they are from is so different than a multi-level marketing company. Like there is some like soul stories behind that company versus soul sucking stories. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's what I want. And again, like as you know, like as a product myself, as a small business owner, my, like the, as a legitimate small business owner, because that's a whole other piece of (laughs) multi-level marketing. um, If the service that I offer is enough, that's it, right? Like I don't need to offer anything else. And I also make sure that my clients are leaving with something that's specific to them and to their pain, right? Whether it is, here's a stretch you should, you can try doing in between, you know, Zoom meetings at work because we're all still on Zoom. Here are, you know, I mean, even like I get pretty witchy and like, and I tell people too, like, does this actually work? I don't really know, but it's not going to hurt you. Like maybe try putting this crystal in your bra and seeing if it helps you feel better. If it does, great. If it doesn't, you paid five bucks for it. Like there's not a lot of harm in things like that. But if they don't want it, like I'm, it can sit on my shelf. <laughs> right. It can sit on my shelf forever as far as I'm concerned. What I want them to do is walk away feeling better in some capacity. Right. Um, and I am able to provide that service just with the body work that I do. Right. I don't need to provide anything else besides that. Um, I think also another thing that you could do if you're walking into um, a business and they have products and you're questioning if they're MLM products, if you don't have time to um, Google it, you can just ask and watch people's reactions because it's so interesting to see what people do when you ask if it's an MLM product. Um, and usually people will get very defensive. And if that's the case, you just pay and you leave. Um, and if they don't like, and you're like, no, I get these, um, crystals from the retailer. And, um, I really like this company and like, I buy them from here because, and like, that's so different. That's such a different vibe that you're giving off. Um, Versus the usually defensive vibe that we get when we ask people who are in network marketing, if they're in network marketing, because people are trying to protect themselves and they're being aware of what they're consuming and, oh, yeah, which is totally natural and a normal response if you feel like you're about to be attacked because again, like multi-level marketing does not have a good name. I can appreciate and respect that. Uh, you know, Perium as a whole was trying to do better. I definitely saw that. I see that in the products and I see that in the commissions. Um, But it was again, like where they started to fail me was that company culture, that team culture and that um, push to recruit. If it had just been like, hey, you you get a referral code whenever you want to use it. Great. We'll pay you a commission off of it and it's valid forever. No problem. But right. to have to like maintain product and all of that is, it's just too much. Like, it's too much. 
Yeah, I don't have, I mean, I know that some, uh, some places that I order products from, they do have like a minimum purchase requirement. Most of them don't. Yeah. You know, I can order $10 worth of product and just for one client and have it shipped directly to me and give it to them. And that's, that's not nice. an option. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, yeah. really helpful. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is direct asking. I think it's kind of fun to see how people react, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, the it's pandemic is long. Spicy. I mean, Uh, all right do you have any other thoughts about like the wellness community and MLMs that you want to talk about before I ask you my final question um I don't think so I think I think I've got everything kind of out there that I felt like they needed to get out there (laughs) yeah I feel like this was such a good talk um and I'm really glad that you came on so with that what is your anti-MLM why uh, it was the same as my MLM Y, which was my daughter. <laughs> um, I'm a single parent to an eight-year-old and um, I didn't want her to be exposed to the scary diet culture anymore. I didn't want her to be exposed to this person who is like kind of abusing her children a little bit. I didn't want her to be exposed to anti-science narratives and rhetoric Um and I wanted to be able to provide a nice life for her without grinding 24 um, seven. So now like yes, she does seem like Friday, I'm gonna have to work a little bit extra, but that's because I took the whole weekend off to take her to Pony Club. So well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome though. I'm so glad that you reached out to me and I'm glad that we had this talk. It was really good. And I hope that people get something out of it. And if anything, they learned about another MLM that we haven't talked about before. Um, so thank you so much. Um, do you, I didn't ask you beforehand, I forgot. Do you want to shout out where people can find you in case they want to take your potential upcoming twerk classes? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram um, at Liana, L-I-A-N-A, Sun, S-U-N, one, one, one. That's the best place to reach me. And I'm also very accessible as a person. If you have questions about MLMs or if you were someone that was in Purium and you got out and you're just looking for like a receptive ear, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, Or if you want to come and twerk with me, (laughs) please do. (laughs) I can't wait to bring these classes back. Oh, I'm so excited. And I'll definitely put your uh, information in the show notes. That way people can easily see it and find you. Um, I'm so glad that you came. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on, Danielle. This is wonderful. Very cathartic. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.